we got the whole vibe going today. <laughs> you got your candle lit. Not just any candle. My cinnamon candle. Is it fall yet? Please, God. Oh, my gosh. It's literally 1,470 degrees today. I was talking to Dylan from Men of Misfortune the other day, and I, he was like, how was your day? I'm like, it's hot. Yeah. And he's like, you're a crybaby. No, it's really not, hot. He doesn't say that, but... He didn't say you were a crybaby. He probably feels like I'm a crybaby. That's okay. It's really hot. It's really hot. You know, Wyoming is supposed to be like mild temperature and it's not like today and it's only like 95 degrees or 98 degrees or whatever. But it's like dry but it's, heat. Yeah, but it's a different kind of heat. It's, it's a different kind of heat. 98 here is like your nose feels, I mean like it's hot. I have a scab in my nose mm -hmm. because the air is so dry. Because the air is so dry. And in three months, it will be 120 degrees colder than it is right now. Like, that's Literally, no cap. Yeah. Like, that's actually the truth. I saw somebody posted on Facebook the other day. It was like, you think you want to move here? It was 105 two days ago. And in two months, it's going to be... 140 <sighs> degrees colder. Colder. It will be. Like, legitimately. I'm so ready for winter. It's negative <laughs> 25 in the winter here. Like, it's cold, 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 hot, hot, hot. I don't know why I'm always like, oh, Wyoming, because the summers are so mild. And honestly, like, we can't bitch too much because it's only been like this for a couple weeks. And but. I'm not allowed to, like, bitch about the, like, winters for, like, a solid another five years. So. Yeah. Because I bitched real. about the Texas heat so much. So. Yeah. So, fun fact about Tracy is I'm allergic to the sun. <laughs> it's a mild allergy. Mild as in my skin will blister and literally like whatever if it's it has something to do with the heat of the the sun or the uv rays or something but when it's this hot outside literally i cannot go outside yeah my skin will blister and i get i don't sweat so i overheat and i get heat exhaustion really really easily which is why i live in wyoming it's so funny because like i know this about you but like other people are probably like this girl is such a princess I'm such a princess, <laughs> but I'm not. I work harder than probably. You do, 100%. But yeah, <laughs> I work harder and get dirtier than most men do. Facts. Yeah, but I am a diva. <laughs> I do I do like my nails we and my hair done. I love the diva in you. It's fine. I know. I know. I'm a, I'm a dirty princess. <laughs> dirty as in dirt under my fingernails, Okay, princess. thank you for clarifying. Yeah, not, as in, not <laughs> as in. This is not that kind of a podcast. I mean, like. I'm not afraid to get dirty. As I in, am. I hate being dirty. Yeah, not me. I like it. I like my house. I like it. Currently, right now, I have epoxy paint on my feet. Yeah, I was looking at that. I was like, that's an interesting nail polish. Yeah, so we just moved into a house that we're remodeling. So I buy houses and then remodel them, live in them for two years so I don't have to pay capital gains tax. And then either rent them out or sell them. Mm -hmm. And so we moved into this house and the basement, it's a beautiful house. It it's is beautiful. beautiful house. And it's huge. Huge yard. Huge. Um, but the downstairs, it will be Coral's area. Coral, she's been on the on the podcast before. So it's got its own separate everything downstairs. <clears throat> and but there was some water damage down there, so we had to tear out the sheetrock. We being Coral and I. Um and um, tore out all the sheetrock, bleached all of the, you know, like whatever, fixed all of that. Well, the floors are concrete and she wants them painted with that like epoxy, like, um, stuff that you put in the garages that's padded. Yeah. And so that's what she wanted to do down there on the floor in her bedroom. And so I was doing it, we were doing it yesterday 
and get to like the doorway to come out and realize, oh no, there's like a big whatever in the center of the room. So we had to get back out on it to flatten it out and to smooth it out and to roll it like a, like a puddle. So, so I was like, what what do I do? I don't want to ruin my shoes. (laughs) There's the diva in me. I didn't want to ruin my shoes. So I just took my socks and my shoes off and I went to walk across it. Okay, so here's another thing is like when I do these things, like I have so many things going on that I'm dressed up. So I'm wearing. I actually have like hysterical. He'll go out to the land at any given time and she's like in a full like dress and like her heels. And I'm like. Right, because I'm on call. And and she's like out there like putting up fence. And I'm like, I would have no nice clothes. Every single time I work with you, my clothes get ruined. Yeah. Well, I have like my work clothes. Yeah, no, I because I'm on call all the time and I don't know when I'm going to have to go. And so we we had like a two hour window. I had to go back to work or I had to, you know, whatever, but I wasn't going to change and whatever. I mean, I probably should have, but whatever. I mean, it's an excuse to get more clothes. I don't know. I, and I hate changing. So anyway, so I'm wearing like a mini skirt with a white, very expensive shirt, Mm -hmm. very expensive. And I should have taken my shirt off to do this. But so I take Uh. off my socks and my shoes and because I never, ever, ever wear sandals ever in my line of work. I mean, I will right now because I I'm like at- looked down at her feet. I'm like, you got sandals on your feet. Well, right, right now, now oh. because I'm at home, but right. like in the field when I'm working, I never wear sandals because you never know when you're going to have to either run or fight. Right. So anyway, so I take off my socks and my shoes and I just walk across it so that I could reach it. Okay. Well, epoxy is slick as shit. Yeah. So I get out there and all of a sudden I am like ice skating and I'm like, oh my God, Coral. And she's like, don't fall, don't fall, don't fall, your shirt. And right as soon as I said that, boom. You fell down? Yeah. And and that doesn't come, it doesn't matter. I mean, the floor looks amazing and I fixed it and I got the hump out and it's whatever. And now I just get to go shopping. So no. So it's fine. But anyway, so, but when I walked out there, obviously I walked in my bare feet thinking, It'll be easy to come off skin, and um, it's not. Yeah, it's like on your toes. Yeah, and so we get we get done out of there, and I was like, um, now what? Like, how am I going to get back up the carpeted stairs, <gasps> and <laughs> and how? What am I going to do? And she's like, Mom. So she went upstairs and got like grocery bags and made me shoes out of grocery bags. Oh, that's funny. Quick thinker. Yeah. So anyway, oh so I have epoxy on my on my feet. That's funny. Um, it looks really good though. I saw pictures. It does look really good. Yeah. Crisp, clean. Yeah, and in seven days you can drive on it. Oh, perfect! So I can take my car down there. Yeah. I hit Tracy's house with my car. The she other day. hit my fucking house with her car. I apparently cannot back up. I snapped no. the shit out of your house. Yeah, she fucked it up. I fucked up my car. My you car. fucked up my house. Um, my boss says that it's not actually scratched, though, and he can get it off. Good. It, my, it's probably scratched underneath, but... Good. I'm glad your car yeah. is okay, because yeah. the side of my house is not. Yeah, I fucked that up. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Tell everybody, though, what my reaction was to that. Well, I called her, and I was like, hey, so is the side of your house already fucked up before I hit it? And she was like, what do you mean? And I said, I just hit your house with my car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She came out and was like, get the fuck out of the car because you're a jackass. And she backed my car out for me. I hate your driveway. And that's it. I didn't freak out. I didn't yell. I didn't scream. I didn't get mad. I didn't anything. I think it was probably fucked up beforehand. It wasn't me. It wasn't. No, it you was did me. it. No. You did it. Nah. No, you you mm-hmm. fucked it up. Nah. But 
at any rate, it doesn't matter. It's just stuff. I'm glad that you're okay. Um, however, she's not allowed to pull into my driveway anymore. No, I have to park on the busy street. Yeah, like a peasant. So, so now every time she she's coming over, I'm like, you do not pull in because she said though, because she's remodeling, like doing landscaping. She's like, I will be building you your own parking lot out front. Because it is dangerous to park on the street. I will. I'm taking down a whole fence and I'm pulling out half of the front yard to make a parking area specifically for Samantha. <laughs> because I, I mean, you can't be the only idiot driver out there. So, I mean, I anybody know. that comes over, nobody ever comes to my house. You all know this about me. But but it's also, you do live on a busy street. What if I get That's huge. Hit? That's huge. And there's plenty of parking space on the street. So, oh, it's fine. Scary. It's not that busy. It's not that big of a deal, princess. Okay, okay. Anyway, my house is more expensive than... <laughs> so... <laughs> anyway, know. so Samantha hit my house and she and she screwed it up. So but, that's the thing. But I didn't... I didn't... I'm pretty cool-tempered, really. You're pretty chill. You're pretty I chill. Am. I was impressed. I am. I didn't... I'm, I'm just not... It's just stuff. Yeah, it's expensive stuff, but it's just stuff. Um, so I saw something interesting today Tell before me. we get started. Did you, have you seen anything about the BTK update? Who's BTK? The serial killer. I'm BTK. just kidding. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I thought she was being serious for a minute. Uh, no. You haven't seen anything? BTK. When I hear BTK, I think of a rapper. <sighs> Honestly. But I know what you're talking about. Okay. I saw, and this is like the last two days, like yesterday and today. He is, they are digging up his old house's yard right now looking for more victims. Oh my God. Because there's a bunch of like, the, specifically one missing woman from like 90, or from 75 mm-hmm. that went missing in his area and they're thinking he killed her. And so they are currently digging up his old house's yard. And oh, his wow. daughter, who hasn't spoken to him in 18 years... Yesterday went to the prison to try and get him to cooperate with police because he's not cooperating. And she hasn't, like I said, spoken to him in 18 years. Showed up to try and, like, because she's working with the police to try and get him to talk. Whoa. Is that not wild? So there may be, like, I'm going to follow that because that's super interesting to me. And, like, hopefully, like, families can find out answers. Like, hopefully, if he is responsible for more victims, which Mm -hmm. is a good possibility... Yeah. That he talks or says something. So here's my ignorance. Some... Here's my ignorance about this is do you remember what years he killed in? Was it like It was in the seventies. It was in the seventies. So here's here's the thing about like those serial killers from back then is that, you know, DNA was something that like wasn't even wasn't even a thought, right? So you could you could I guess commit crimes or whatever without being like Oh, well, DNA or I need to wear gloves or I need to, you know, wear a condom or whatever because DNA wasn't, wasn't a thing as it is today. So I imagine that any killers from that time period are like, oh shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And especially. And that idea of digging up their yard is like, I just wonder what his demeanor was like when he first heard that. Right. I just thought that was so interesting. Not that he gives a shit because he's never going to get out of prison, but. Right, but I mean, to me, I'm like, I hope that he, like, that his daughter can get him to talk and, like I said, get some justice for... How traumatic for her, though, like, legitimately. Right, 18 years of not speaking to him. Yeah, that's... Ugh. 
So that's wild. I saw that today and I was like, oh, we're recording and I cannot wait to tell Tracy about this because I find that yeah. so interesting. And I'm sure that like there's probably a lot of serial killers out there that, like you said, oh, yeah. Oh, are yeah. guilty of more crimes than just... Oh, that they've been... Com- yeah. Abs- that <laughs> these so families crazy. have not gotten any closure for... Right. I mean, how many missing people are there in... Oh, so many. Millions, probably. I've been working on, and eventually this will be coming out, um, a multi-part episode about missing people and just more per state, and it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. People can it's just scary. vanish, apparently. People can just vanish. But... I mean... I just wanted to share that because I thought it was interesting and it's like currently happening. So. Not me. I can't just vanish. If I go somewhere that um, I don't ordinarily go, you and Coral both are calling me or texting me going, what are you doing? What are you doing there? What are you doing there? Which is really convenient. The other the other night I went, um, <sighs> a friend of mine's father passed away mm-hmm. and um, she was not in a good way. And so I went to be with her and... It kind of got a little out of control, and we took off walking, and I was like, Samantha, find us. I, you know, obviously in code talked, and I was like, find us and come and get us. And she did, because of GPS. I'm a stalker. I knew wherever she had been. No, the Life360 app is really, really great. You can tell where somebody is within 30 feet, and it was great. Like, that's all I had to say was just, like, in code. Come find me. Check out 360. Yep, so we've said that before. If you have somebody that you trust and that you Yeah, somebody love, should always know where you are. Share your location. I'm not super, like, I don't like the whole, like, Apple share my thing because I feel like it can be, like, hacked and stuff. Yeah. But, like, Life 60, 360 is very, and it gives you crash detection. So if you're in a car accident, like, mm-hmm. you can set, like, Coral and Mom would get a notification if I was in a car accident. Yep. If my phone is dying. And it's free. It's mm-hmm. great. Like, I feel like we should just get paid for that little... Seriously. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, uh, Live360, there's your plug. Here's our code. Your, so. <laughs> no, uh, seriously, like, it's really great. And you can have, you know, just, like, little code words like that. Like, you know... 360. Where, you know, somebody knows to, you know, watch you and come and get you. An emoji. If you're out, of, out on a date with somebody mm-hmm. that seems a little getting a little weird it's, it's just a great quick text like a heart like a certain colored heart or something and yeah and it's not for stalking people you use that word but that's really not what it is the reason that we originally did that is because the field that I work in mm-hmm. and I'm not in safe situations a lot of times yeah. and nobody knows where I am yeah. and so that was actually the executive director to Wyoming chiefs of police and sheriffs here in Wyoming was like, Tracy, who wa- who looks out for you? Like, who is watching you? Who knows where you are all the time? Because you need to do something about that. And so that's why originally we got the Life 360, and I'm grateful for it. Yeah, like, it makes you feel just like, you know. Well, and it's nice, too, like, when I was living in Texas and I would road trip by myself. Yeah. Where I don't have to, like, constantly be checking in. You can just check in and see where I'm at, see if, like... Especially if you're by yourself doing road trips. If I was in a yeah. car accident and you didn't know where I was, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and there were a lot of times that you would drive from Fort Worth all the way up here by yourself. And instead mm-hmm. of calling or worrying or whatever, making you answer the phone while you were driving, I could just check it and see where you were. Yeah. Yeah. There is one funny story about that, though, and then we will get started, I promise. Is one time, I literally, like, 10 o'clock Fort Worth time at night, I just, like, needed to come home. 
and I just felt like I needed like a break from Fort Worth there was like I just needed I just needed my mom and so at 10 o'clock at night I decided I was gonna drive up and I was not gonna tell you I was coming yep. to you over this I do and I was like I am just gonna show up mm-hmm. and if she checks my location she checks my location but if not like I'm just gonna show up at her door so I drive all night don't stop I drive 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 I get in at like three o'clock p.m like the next day mm-hmm. and I couldn't remember your new address and so I called you and I was like hey what's your address and you were like why are you asking me that and you were like, I was like, where are you? And you are like, oh, I'm in Cheyenne. <laughs> you yep. weren't even in town. Yep. And so I was, you were like, you should have told me. You could have picked me up in Cheyenne. Yep. I was so you were like, can you pick up the kids from school? I'm like, got it. I'll go get the kids from school. Yeah, I was in Cheyenne, I think, testifying yep. in front of the board of, or the, yeah, board of associate or appropriations or something. Yep. Yeah, I was with the legislator in the Senate that day, and I was in Cheyenne, and she drove right through, right past me, and I was like, "What the hell?" I know. But I she was like, driven home with you she instead was like, of instead of somebody else getting the kids. Why don't you go pick the kids up from school? I'm like, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a great surprise. Yeah. So. Um. However, there was one time that Coral went with a friend of hers. And, um, I don't, I don't watch the live 360 very often Not at all. Not the way that I do. <laughs> um, and now you're going to see the other side of Tracy and how explosive I can be. And I checked her, her GPS, um, her live 360 and she was driving 112 miles an hour on the interstate and I called her. She was not driving, but she was with the boy that was driving and she picked up and I started screaming, mm-hmm. screaming. And I gave her literally, I'm like, since you're going 112 miles an hour, you have literally 14 seconds to get your ass home. And when they got home, I met them outside and I told that kid, you are never allowed to be with my daughter again. And you are no longer welcome at my house. And she's not to this day. Yeah. And she's like, they were racing and I was scared and I didn't feel like I could say, you know, whatever. And I was like, you're no longer allowed to go in vehicles with other people. Yep. And that's how kids get dead. Straight up. But she was scared, and I mean, but because I had that, and as, and of course, as soon as, you know, I mean, everybody knows who I am, so when she's like, my mom is calling, I mean, like, literally, I could see the miles per hour go from 112 to, like, 60. <laughs> Under the speed limit on the interstate. <laughs> and he was like, he was, I'm sure he thought 100% that he was just going to pull up, roll up in front of the house, drop her off, and run out, and uh-uh, I met his ass in the street. <laughs> yeah, you don't really fuck with you. No, not when I... No, 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 no. Uh, So before we get started here, just a reminder, we are on Patreon. We are on Instagram, Facebook, the Suspended Sentence Podcast. If you would like to email us, the Suspended Sentence Podcast at gmail.com. What are we TikTok. We're on TikTok. We're on TikTok. Kind of. We need to be better about that. Yeah, kind of. We need to step up our TikTok game. Yeah. Um, Perfect. I just, I think some shout outs to some of our listeners this week. Always Stacy, She's always, always amazing. Stacey. Heather. We love Heather so Heather, much. Heather, literally, we love you. She is a listener that I actually got to talk to yesterday on the phone. And, uh, that girl. We love, we love them. Yeah. It's really cool. It's very, very cool that. You know, like somebody who I've never met before, like like she posted or whatever. Like we're friends. And Amanda, she's from Canada. She's one of our listeners, and she has been giving us so much like feedback on our Canada episodes, and has just been like amazing. 
And then always Eddie. Eddie is always fantastic. We always get emails from him after a few emails every week about our episodes and more information. He sent us an email. I actually need to show that to you still. It's, um, you said you were going to look into Canada law. He sent an email with Canada law for you. Oh, fantastic. He's so amazing. Thank you. So just a shout out to you guys and there's more, but those, those ones really stick out. So Perfect. we appreciate you guys so much. Absolutely. All right. Perfect. All right. Well, are you ready? I'm ready. Perfect. I'm Tracy. I'm Samantha. This is The Suspended Sentence, and it is another Samantha case, which I love because then I can just, like, sit back and not do anything and just be like, I'm here. That's it. (laughs) Well, welcome. You bring a lot to the table, whatever. Do I? You do? Hmm. I bring a cinnamon candle. And you have a Starbucks instead of a Pepsi and a straw today. I know. Starbucks. Proud of you. So today is actually, and that's why, too, I wanted to give a shout out to some listeners, is today is a case that Eddie emailed me about, like, maybe a month and a half ago. Oh, cool. Um, just something that he kind of wanted me to look into, and it's taken me so long because <coughs> this is so frustrating. Like, I've looked into this and looked into this and looked into this, and there's not much. Really? And which is really, really frustrating when you're trying to tell someone's story that there's nothing out there. Yeah. But that's kind of the point. And so he just kind of, his big thing is he just wants to bring some attention to why, A, this isn't solved. B, that there is no information about this. Which is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to jump right into this. On April 17th, which was Easter 2022, so last Easter. Police um, said about 200 people, mostly underage, were at a party, a house party at an Airbnb in the city's East Algeny, I'm going to say that wrong, I'm sure, um, neighborhood in Pittsburgh. Okay. Okay. Um, when all of a sudden, gunfire rapidly, rapidly erupts in the morning. Oh, shoot. Yeah. So, a neighbor of the Airbnb was quoted saying, quote, when we heard the bang, 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 bang. And we looked out the window. People were running out the door and screaming and yelling and crying. Neighbor um, with the last name Verdito told ABC. Um, So when Verdito's wife went to look out the window to see what the commotion was, he said he yelled, get away from the window because there was such rapid fire coming out of the house. He knew what it was. Yeah. He was Mm -hmm. like, do not look like it's gunfire. Get away from the window. He said, I could see the flashing of the shots coming out of the windows because... I mean, look across. Yeah. He was like, and he said, I said, holy mackerel. Holy mackerel. I'm going to start saying that. That's some really rapid fire. I said, man, with all of that shooting, there's going to be a lot of dead people over there. Luckily, there was only two. Mm. More than 90 shots were fired in this house that night. Whoa. Including 50 from inside the home. Oh, my God. And let's remember, this is an underage house party. <laughs> Holy shit. Yep. Pittsburgh Police Chief Scott Schubert said um, at the news conference that the uh, gunfire started after a, quote, altercation and confirms that multiple shooters engaged in gunfight. I was going to say, what kind of gun were they shooting to have 90 rounds fired? Yeah. Algeny County Medical Examiner Office identified the deceased as Matthew Steffi Ross and Caden Brown, both 17 years old. Oh, no. Babies. Calls to police reported multiple shots fired, so they got tons of calls. They were like, there's shots fired at this house, like... Yeah. Emergency cr- um, crews responded shortly after 12.30 a.m. 
where they were greeted by scores of people running out of the house and some trying to flee in cars. Police said some people were suffer had suffered from broken bones and cuts from jumping out of windows trying to get out of the house. Mm. Like, this just seems like, and I've seen pictures of the house, like, just all of these teenagers yeah. and trying to get out alive, like, jumping out of second-story windows and oh, stuff. Oh, man. Like, that's my worst fear, honestly. So now, um, after two months after this, police have provided very little information, so, and where the investigation was. Police asked again if the uh, man, so they had a suspect, and I think it was a minor because I couldn't find a name on him. Yeah. Um, the police were asked by, two months after the shooting, were asked if that they had that person of interest in custody. And police, uh, police office, police public information officer, that's quite the tongue twister, Carla Cruz said, there are no updates to share with the media about the Easter shooting investigation at this time, even as it pertains to the individual who was identified in the photo. So it's still two months later, they have this suspect, but mm -hmm. no arrests have been made, nothing. Airbnb came out with a statement a few months after the shooting saying that they were going to take legal action against the person that booked the party. Airbnb's statement said, quote, Airbnb strictly bans parties and we condemn the behavior that is alleged to have prompted this criminal gun violence and a tragic loss of life. Because it was unauthorized. So this lawsuit fell through because one of the people that had booked the Airbnb was one of the victims. Oh. Uh, how? How did somebody who is 17 years old book an Airbnb? I don't know. I've never booked an Airbnb. I don't know what rules are on that. On that. Do you have to be 18? I'm sure. I mean, you have, or at least 21. Don't you have to be to rent a hotel room? I don't know. Huh. I, don't know. <clears throat> I mean, a 17-year-old can't enter a legal binding agreement. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, to this day, there's no new updates from that. That you know of. That's been released. Yeah. Nothing. No arrests yeah. have been made over a year later. That you know of. No, we wouldn't know if an arrest had been made. They've just, the, the mayor, Ed Ganey, has said that there's no Oh, really? They, well, no new information... So it's different, though, when minors are involved, right? Yeah. Because they're not, they can't. If, if, they're, if it's a minor, they can't release that information. But you'd think that they, they would. They would say, I mean, just not release the name, but say arrest or something that have been made, have been made. But how could there be that many damn people there and no information? And nobody saw anything. That's what I'm saying. So I did find a little mm -hmm. bit of information. Unless they know damn well who it is and they're afraid of them. But they're teenagers, unless it's, like, the family or something. Hmm. So I did find a little bit of information that I want to share about the deceased. Because we always, I like to focus on telling their stories, right? So Matthew Sheffy Ross was born August 4th, 2004. And was one of the teens that died on April 17th. Sheffy Ross's great-aunt Bonnie McLean um, said that she talked to him just hours before the shooting occurred. She was quoted saying, I said, I will see you in the morning. And that was the last time I spoke to him because when I got there the next morning, he wasn't there. But I didn't know why. I just didn't know why. My neighbor came out and she told me, told me about it, about the mass shooting. 
I had a feeling in the pit of my stomach only because I hadn't, not only because I hadn't seen him because he wasn't there. Soon after McLean learned of her great nephew had been shot and killed at attending the party. She was quoted as saying, Matthew was fun, loving kid and loved and cared so much about everybody. Matthew would give you the shirt off of his back. He had a friend who literally had no clothes and he had told me that when he got his pay paycheck, he was going to go buy him some. Uh, he said, Aunt Bonnie, this kid doesn't have any pants. That was this kid. The biggest smile in the world, as you can see, if you look at any pictures of him. He cared about people, he loved people, and he acted upon that. Bonnie McLean said her great-nephew accepted everybody, a boy who was kind and didn't judge. And um, that's exactly what she wants the community to do during this difficult time. Because I think that she was getting some hate because he was one of the people that had booked the Airbnb. Yeah. And so... She's like, he didn't judge people. Like, let's not judge him before we know what happened. Right. She said, a child is a child. They are going to do the things that children do. As did I. I went to parties that I shouldn't have been at. I did other things. And so all, all I'm saying is please don't paint these children um, with, all, with all one brush. Reach out to your hand to them. Reach out to your hand to kids in, with kindness. Hmm. So, Caden Brown is the other child that died that night. And, unfortunately, there wasn't a whole lot on the internet about him. The media spoke with his mother, and she said that he was her only child and that her heart was absolutely crushed. Brown was set to turn 18 the following month and graduate from Woodland Hills High School, and his mother said that he was a great kid who always put others first. Woodland Hills released a statement saying that they feel the pain of his loss. That's all that there is on Caden. Ugh. So, like, super short because there's nothing out there. And it's, like, and that's, when Eddie sent me this, he's, like, it's frustrating that these families don't have closure and that there hasn't been an arrest made, which is frustrating. I don't understand. What like, first of all, there's 90 shots fired. And 200 people in attendance. And 200 people in attendance and... First of all, only two people were shot and killed. Yeah. How many people were injured from bullets? Was there any... Um, not from bullets. It was mostly, like, broken bones and stuff. So it was a targeted killing. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you shoot 90 rounds of bullets and only shoot, physically shoot two people, it had to have been targeted, right? Targeted or they were shooting at each other. Uh, let's load up. Let's go to Pennsylvania. I saw that. <laughs> it's so frustrating. And I've literally been looking into this for over a month and a half. And I've, I've Googled and I've, like, gone through pages and pages and, like, looked into all this. And I'm like, there's, they all say the same thing. All these news articles say the exact same thing. And none of these kids are talking. No. Huh. And I feel like I get it that we can't release their names because it's a bunch of minors but it's like you said there I feel like there should be something that says like suspect found innocent due to these reasons like I think that's why the public is so mad is the Philadelphia Police Department are they that overworked that it's just not being investigated or is it like seem I think so I think Pennsylvania is like 
Hmm. Let's load up. Let's go. Let's go. We're on our way. That's crazy. Which is, like, sad. And that's, like, how cases like this, though, end up on as, like, cold cases. Because... Huh. So, again, super short. Super not a normal... Is it in like, a rich area? A poor area? What's the gang activity look like there? What is the... I mean, the, I have so many questions. And all that stuff should have been released to... I mean, you'd think that the threat to the public would be significant enough that... Ah. So, East Algeny is on the north side, and it says... Huh. See, and that's so hard, because, like, things like this are, like... East Algeny. It's also condensed too because it's like you know tons of people and so it's like a bunch of little towns condensed yeah, into into one big one so it says population of east algeny is about 2136 so it's not i mean depending on how big so it's 9100 square miles huh 9000 miles square miles density huh. wait density i can't read words just kidding. huh let's see on crime rate and you would think if there was shooters that were targeting kids, that it would be of the utmost, I don't know. Importance, yeah. Ten most dangerous neighborhoods in Pittsburgh. It's number eight on the top ten most dangerous neighborhoods in Pittsburgh. Okay. Number one, Strip District, Crawford, Roberts, Northview Heights, Troy Hill, Spring Hill, Spring Hill City View, Middle Hill, California, Kirkbride, East Algeny, Allentown, and East Hills. Okay. So, let's see what it says on them. East Algeny is a dangerous neighborhood in Pittsburgh's north side and has a population of 1,325. Crime rate in East Algeny is 3,578 per 100,000, which is 76% higher than Pennsylvania's average. Holy cow. So, it's a dangerous neighborhood. East Algeny may not be as dangerous as other parts of the city, but it has a violent violent crime such as assault, muggings, and occasional homicides. Even though East Algeny has a high crime rate, the neighborhood is still home to the city's oldest buildings. Okay, so it could have been something random and they might not have even known them. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Maybe the cops genuinely don't have anything. I mean, that's hard for me to wrap my head around, but I've never lived in a highly populated area if somebody walks into somewhere i mean we can't i can't drive down the road without passing somebody that i know right or going to i mean god forbid a grocery store or something without my kids hate going to the grocery store with me because it will take hours i because it's don't go to the grocery store yeah pickups i do grocery pickup <clears throat> because you'll see the same five people that you see all day long <laughs> yeah yeah so, to me, that blows my... I mean, it's not even something that I can comprehend. It's like somebody, you know, I don't know. Whew. It's sad, though. It's super sad. I mean... I wonder what they're calling it. Just like a random... I mean, they... I don't know. Yeah. Easter Sunday. That sucks for the family. That really sucks for the family. Yeah. But, again, how did two 17-year-olds rent an Airbnb? Yeah. They had Unless that... they did it under a parent's name or something. Yeah. I don't know. And for 
I don't know. That's brutal. Yeah, and I guess this was right after um, Pittsburgh has an ordinance where, like, you can't have, you can't rent Airbnbs for, for parties. Yeah. Because I guess there was, like, there's a big trend of, like, gun violence within Airbnb house parties. Really? So, I don't know. But, like, I don't know. I want to know whose gun it was. Like, whose guns Well, clearly were, it was what multiple. Types of guns. Yeah, I mean, it. Where did these teens get the guns? Yeah, Because it's mean, not like they were just there. It's an no. Airbnb. Well, and, I mean, we like guns in Wyoming. I mean, Wyoming is a very gun-friendly state. And I don't think I have a single handgun that has a magazine clip that holds more than, well, I guess my twenty two has a thirty five round. Yeah. case to it but definitely not 90 right. i mean you've got to either have a lot of magazines a lot of shooters or a semi-automatic weapon right i mean but even a semi-automatic weapon i mean it's not going to hold a hundred rounds of ammunition right and i'm glad i mean that more people with that with 200 people shoved into this house and that many rounds fired off that's why I'm surprised that only two people were actually shot. Right. Because 200 people can't run out of the line of fire fast enough. At the speed of a bullet. No. And rapid rapid gunfire, by the description of, of the neighbor, rapid gunfire, you can't run fast enough. Yeah. In a house party with 200 people. Right. Yeah, and I guess I did read from the... Uh, mayor that they were like we need to get the house fixed up like we have to people have to drive by this and remember this tragic event over and over again they should be maybe that'll like push you guys to like do something yeah (laughs) but he was like we're driving by and having to relive trauma well i mean Mm. driving by and reliving trauma sometimes implements change mr mayor yeah so i don't know control your city not that it's the mayor's fault. That's not what I'm saying, but, 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 <laughs> I mean, but that's a, that's a shitty statement to say, fix up the house because we have to relive it. It doesn't matter if it's fixed up or if it has bullets out the windows, people are going to remember what happened there. Right. So <sighs> I'm disappointed that Wonder- I don't have more, especially with how many hours I've like looked into this. I'm disappointed that there isn't, I don't have more, but Yeah. Well, but, if anybody in that area knows anything more about this story, please reach out to us on IG. Yeah, seriously. Or if you live in the area and, I don't know, investigate or go, go investigating. Uh, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> not. Maybe not. We'll load I mean, up. We'll meet you out there. I mean, maybe not. If it's gang related, you might want to just stay out of it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, so, huh. that's, I mean, not... I typically have way more information than I Well, get, I mean, but. all you can do is what you can do. But and I want to tell our story. Yeah, and Eddie asked us to, so. So maybe maybe the right person will hear it. Maybe. Who knows? And that's happened. We've done, we have done, I mean, several different episodes where <laughs> it's the dangerous thing about doing Wyoming cases because, I mean, we, <laughs> we got all sorts of, <laughs> of information. Yeah. We actually solved a case. <laughs> we actually know that anyway um so maybe it, but multiple takes... people have emailed us immediately after something goes live and is like i'll come talk to you so so if any of the family members have more information and want to talk to us our door is open yeah for sure if for anybody sure. that was at the party wants to talk just takes one person hearing the right thing right for sure so who knows so thank you guys all right thanks for joining us guys have a good night stay safe